ever think that it's too late or you're too old or you don't have quite enough time, today's guest defies all those myths and more. Can't wait to share. Can I just say you're a rare find running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up, serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick-and-mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams, and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty-gritty of running a successful brick-and-mortar. We're going to share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. And now your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who's such a rebel woman that her favorite phrase is, suck it up, buttercup. Hey there, everybody. We have a great show for you today. I am super excited to share with you our guest. She is a dance studio owner that opened her brick and mortar business in June of 2020 and defied all odds. And I'm so excited to share her story with you. Before we dive into that, I do want to share a few things behind the scenes here at Rebel Women Podcast. For those of you that are brand new, welcome. I am a visibility coach that helps my brick and mortar businesses get more visible and more people coming in their doors so that they can crush their next six figures in business. One of the ways we do that is with great SEO, search engine optimization and through Google. And I have a free workshop that I would love to gift you. Come on over to MsMelissaRose.com and you can grab that free workshop. I dive deep into what you need to be doing so that you show up first so that your ideal clients find you and you get more of those people coming in your doors. It's a hands-on 60-minute workshop where you can take it and apply and see results in your business, especially when people are searching for you and learning about your industry. The next workshop I have coming up is a video workshop for brick-and-mortar businesses. It is sometimes hard for us to use video in our marketing efforts, but I am a big believer in video and its conversion and how it helps us get more visibility. So I am teaching a workshop on video, what you should be doing, how you should be doing it and how to do it in a way that's authentic to you and your brand. I want it to feel natural for you. I want it to represent you well, and I want you to do it consistently. So in order to do it consistently, we need to make sure we're doing something that feels right to us and our brand. So come on over to that workshop. It is a free workshop. It is live through Zoom and we are going to dive deep in all things video. So Ms. Melissa Rose backslash video workshop. The workshop is May 20th at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, just another 60 minute workshop where I'm going to teach you everything that we've done in my brick and mortar business to help you in yours. And now the third thing I want to share with you is my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group, the Rebel Women Group, and this is where I dive in a little bit deeper and we get to know each other. It's a group of 
boss babes, entrepreneurs, we're all about inspiring, encouraging, supporting, and referring each other. I come in live every Friday to share with you a tip, tool, or strategy that I've learned in my business to help you in yours, but it's also a way for collaboration and sharing about what you do. And we have a great group of people over there. So come on over to Facebook and join the group, the Rebel Women Group. We would love to have you in there. Now I want to introduce you to our guest, Miss Kim Black. She is the owner of Miss Kim's Children and Dance and Arts in Burlington, North Carolina. You guys, what's amazing about this woman is that she opened her brick and mortar dance studio at the age of 50 in June of 2020. For those of you that are listening in the future, 2020 was a crap year. 2020 was when we had this pandemic going on. 2020 is when businesses were closing and shutting down and we weren't even allowed, quote unquote, to do business because they were trying to keep this pandemic from going crazy. And this woman, this fierce, brave, bold woman opened her doors to teach students dance in June of 2020. When I heard that, I knew I needed to have her on the podcast because she is a rebel woman. I am so excited for you guys to learn, be inspired, be empowered by Miss Kim Black. Hello, Miss Kim. Thank you for coming on the Rebel Women podcast. I am so thrilled to have you. For our listeners, who are you? What do you do? And who do you serve? Well, my name is Kim Black, and I am from Burlington, North Carolina. I have been teaching dance for 34 years. I have done so many things in my life, but dance has always been a constant. I've always taught dance and taught for other people. I taught at one studio for 26 years, and then I moved forward to another studio and taught there for nine years. And just recently, last year, When I turned 50 years old, I knew it was my time to do it on my own. And so I signed the lease the day everything shut down on March 13th. It was a Friday. Signed my lease and opened Miss Kim's Children's Dance and Arts. And also it's time to shine on June 1st. And I have not looked back since. I imagine because you've had significant growth in that time. So you don't have time to look back. But I do want to talk about a little bit about that journey. So what was that catapult or that pivoting moment to make you say, nope, this is my time to do it now? That is a great question because I don't honestly don't know the answer to it. I think it's all about timing. I think so many people in your life, you're like, you have a goal and and, and by this date, I'm going to get that. It was definitely a journey for me. And I have always just loved teaching under other people. However, I think I started Time to Shine, which is a special needs dance program. And it just lit something in me where I thought I really want to do more for these people, more for this community of kids, but also for their parents. I saw a need for that in our community. So that was probably the spark that started it. And that was in February of 2019 when I started that program. I knew that my boss at the time was probably going to retire in a couple of years as well. So again, timing, these things coming at the same time. And in my mind, I thought, well, I really don't want the studio that goes all the way up my wheelhouse, my specialty, your children. That's what I know. That's what I've always taught. That's what I'm known for in this community. So with that being said, I thought, well, I I should open something up for time to shine. Well, I quickly realized, I did the numbers, that 
14 children would not pay the bills. So that's when I really kind of geared towards opening my own studio. Had the conversation, the hard conversation with my boss, and she was very supportive and came up with a plan. Well, then COVID hit. And let me tell you, COVID was like a jump start. It gave me a gift of time that I'd never had in my life. Literally, I could work every day on Miss Kim's. So instead of my goal of opening in August, I opened June 1st. I went and got my LLC. I went and got insurance. I went and hired someone to build my walls. I taught Zoom classes to fund how I was going to build my walls. And I just, I didn't look back, like I said, and I just moved forward getting this place built. And of course, I was very nervous about COVID and what restrictions and guidelines I was going to have to go by. And I was one of the only places open. I knew that there was going to be that question I wanted to be the one that was going to be open, you know, so we could choose to be cautious and not enclose our doors. But if allowed, I was going to do it. And I did it. And the people, the community responded with open arms. Again, I will have to say that, you know, I have a community following. So once I started, they came. You saw a need. Mm -hmm. You did the numbers. Mm -hmm. You used COVID as an opportunity and Mm -hmm. not a restriction. You saw that opportunity to plan properly. You've had a lot of experience teaching Mm -hmm. and you knew your gift. You knew where your light shined. You knew where Mm -hmm. things were heading. You paid attention to that. So that's important to me. I want everybody to hear that. Like what lights you up, what you're doing and paying attention to that. So Ms. Kim saw that with her special needs classes Mm -hmm. and teaching the younger kiddos. So when you decided, did you have any mindset issues behind any of this? Did you go, wait a minute, why am I starting this now when most women my age are starting to, you know, slow down their hours? What mindset? I want to know the headspace that you were in to go there. Well, I would have to say I was ready to make a legacy for myself. I had done that for other studio owners and made their place be the place to take your babies, you know? Well, it sounds very selfish, but it's really not. I wanted to plant my roots and and do exactly what I know works. Market exactly how I know what makes things happen. Because when you're working under someone else, you can share your ideas and all your business plans. But ultimately, I'm not the one writing the check if I'm not the owner. So I would see all these ideas and have all these things I wanted to do. I couldn't do it. So I felt like I was limited on my ability because I was working under someone else. Now I have the freedom of doing what I know works and being able to take my mission and do it 110%. So with that being said, yeah, I probably spend more money than my other bosses did, but but I know what works and it's showing me. It's showing me that I'm giving my mission. You ask me what lights me up. I have to tell you when I'm working like right on the computer and I know it's about time for a class to come, I always remind myself, Kim, why is Miss Kim succeeding? Miss Kim's is succeeding because of what I deliver in that classroom not what I type on the computer or not what I file over here or not the accounting and the taxes. It's working because of what I do. And I remind myself every day, I just take a moment and remind myself why I am a success and make sure that every 30 minutes or 45 minute class is filled with what 
makes me succeed. That is such a great reminder because it is so easy to get distracted with all the behind the scenes of business. And sometimes that's fun. Like there are some parts of that that I really enjoy the marketing, but the reason people come to my studio or my business is because of what they get as a client. And they do not care (laughs) about your marketing. They do not care about your automation. They do not care. Those are all little sprinkles on the cupcake, but Oh, I love, I, I say that myself. I say sprinkles on the cupcake. I love mm-hmm. that. I do. I'll even tell my teachers I have a, in the role book. I have some quotes and I have some little things that I like to remind them of that every minute counts. Every minute of that 30 minutes or that 45 minutes counts. And you're making a difference in what you can do in all those little minutes. So, you know, you shouldn't be looking at your phone. You should be looking at the children and, and engaging them. And, and our, my mission is in every book so they know it by heart. So it's very important to me that that mission carried out each and every day, each and every minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you talked about what makes you successful. Can we just share a little bit about your accolades? Cause you have crushed it. <laughs> sure. I know, but I'm still just Miss Kim from Burlington, North Carolina. That's what's so weird. You know, I hear that and I appreciate that though. I really do. Please share because you just opened. I'm, I'm not going to let you off the hook, y'all, because I heard some of these stats. I was on my walk when I heard you on the other podcast um, and I just stopped and said, okay, I need to connect with her. And then I was like, well, I have a podcast. I can have her on my podcast because she's exactly who I am. I mean, it's one of those things where I've had several things and I'm just, oh, I mean, I can't explain how proud of how those I am. Several years ago, I was nominated and won Discount Dance Teacher of the Year. And then I toured all over the place doing creative movement and dance presentations for child care facilities, early childhood education workshops. I love that. I think that built a part of me that needed building, speaking, engaging with other people, like-minded people. It, it taught me a lot about myself and it boosted my confidence, I think, in front of so many Cause in front of children, I'm good, but you know, in front of 500 people speaking, that was, that was tough, but I got past that. I love it now. And then from there I was nominated and got dance teacher of the year, which was, I mean, the people I was honored beside, it was a dream come true to me. And it's very, very humbling, but also it's very rewarding for me. And it pushes me to be even more, learn more, do more. I feel like I'm on this train, this train that I want to keep, just keep moving, keep moving. It's on the tracks. I'm not worried about it coming off the tracks. I just worry about it just going up that hill and just keep going. I want my trip to be long and I want to continue on after Miss Kim is too old to put her cap shoes on and ballet shoes on anymore. So yes, that dance teacher award was incredible. I would have loved to go to New York City with all those people in that industry and sit beside them and and listen to them and learn from them and accept my award. However, that didn't happen because of COVID, but I had a plan in mind. So I did exactly what I would do. I filled my room. It was during dance class. I told the girls to dress up in their fanciest dresses. We had the chairs seated behind me. And if you look, at, there's a screenshot of me accepting my dance teacher award with all my little girls behind me. My family, you couldn't see them were on my sides and all of my teachers were on the other side. So what better way to accept it right there with your people, your family and your students? Awesome. Love that story. Since you opened your doors in June, right? June of 2020. Yeah. You now have a studio that is specializing in students 10 and under. 
So yes, I started with a summer camp on June 1st and summer classes. So I had maybe around 120 some students. And my goal in the very beginning was 100 students. If I could just get 100 students, I know I'll be able to pay the bills and my expenses. And I had three teachers, including myself. And so to date, right, as of right now, I'm at 448 students. So I've expanded to another room. So I have three buildings, and I'm hoping to get a fourth by December. And last year, I would have one camp going on. This year, I have four camps going on every week. I am overwhelmed, but in the best possible way. And I think it's a true testament of me sticking right with what I know best in my mission and my community of people and hiring the best teachers and paying them what they should be paid. Kim is a great example of niching down. She found her wheelhouse and she really niched down. That is a scary thing to do. Even with my business, I recently did it. I wasn't just a business coach. I'm a visibility coach for brick and mortar businesses. So I niched down and I had success right away from that. Kim has had a great success with niching down to that 10 and under. Not many studios talk about that. And you were bravely open and, and telling, this is my market. This is where I am awesome. And this is where I do it really well. And it's served you well. So take that note of niching and finding that spot that you serve well. Can we just talk personally? So you have a husband. Do you have kids as well? Are you a mom? Yes, we actually have four children between us. He was a dancer dad. And <laughs> I had two children. He had a daughter and we are yours, mine and ours. And so his daughter still calls me Miss Kim to this day. And guess what? She teaches for me. She's an acro. She's an incredible acro teacher. And let me just tell you that acro program is growing like crazy. And then I had two boys and then we had a son together. So I have three sons. The oldest is married and my middle son is off. He's headed to law school this fall in Seattle, across the country. <laughs> and then my youngest son is 16 and he's at home. So it was time. It was time that I could do this. I couldn't have done this with our house full of children. I mean, I could have. Would have I been as happy as I am right now and feel like I can pour myself into it like now? I don't think so. I remember those times. So now I feel like I'm at a place in my life. I can do that. You said you're overwhelmed in a good way, but is there any other nitty gritty that maybe you're struggling with right now or kind of like, oh, I got to get through this? This is such a good question because I actually sent two Starbucks gift cards (laughs) to my bookkeepers. (laughs) I have learned I can't do it all. I cannot do it all. And so, you know, I'm constantly listening and reading at this point in my life to be a better business person. I feel like I can grow a business. I can build a business, but there's elements that I know I don't know. And that's accounting. And I finally found a person in Florida and I felt like it was an instant connection. And he knew exactly my questions and he had the right answers and he works with businesses. And I learned really quick, just like you said, niche, that not all accountants are business niches. you got to find the right person for your business. Just like parents find the right person in me for their child. So it's like, i got to take that and apply it to Ms. Kim. So accounting, taxes, all of that, 
I have found my person and they work so hard and they're helping me. And I sent them two gift cards yesterday and I'm like, Miss Kim, we've never had this before. I'm like, well, you are helping me smile every day because I know it's being taken care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my nitty gritty. It's me trying to figure out things that I don't know. Finding that person to help that part of my, that component of my business, which is only going to make me be able to focus more on teaching is what I do. Right. Right. Exactly. Knowing your weakness. And as we develop as business owners, the best way we can learn about ourselves is by running a business because it forces us to self-develop so much. And we learn what we're not good at, which is good. Learn what we're not good at and outsource that so that you can stick to what you're really good at. And some of the best business owners are the most self-aware because they know what they're not good at and they know what they're good at and they stick in those lanes. So as a mompreneur who's done big things, what is one nugget of wisdom that you would share with somebody who's on the fence? I like to say there are two peoples in this world. There's people that watch things happen and there's people that make things happen. I am definitely someone that makes things happen. That means get to work. Stop thinking about it. Stop saying, well, I need this. I need this much money. I need to do this. Just go do it. Go do it. Again, figure out what you do best and do it, period. If you truly stick to that mission, you're going to succeed. You have to have that mindset of choosing hope over fear. I have that on my mirror every day. Choose hope over fear. That's my middle name, by the way, hope. Because if you stay true to your mission, you have that positive mindset, you're going to succeed. I mean, period. And what is success in your mind? I don't know. What is success in my mind? Seeing little girls and boys run out my doors smiling. That is success. So even if I have 100 or 400 students, I feel like I am fulfilling my mission every day. Action creates clarity too. So by doing, you are finding out what's working. You're finding out what's not. So don't spend so much time planning. Just start taking some action in the right direction and you will get more clear as you go. Is there anything you'd like to share with our audience? I think you have to push as hard as you can every day showing everyone what you do and what you're good at and why they need to see your product, period. You got to show your wheelhouse of what you do. I can only be so much in the dance room teaching. So what do you think I'm doing? I'm creating more Miss Kims. Mm -hmm. I've got on any given day, two to three teachers shadowing me. I have them shadowing me because I want to generate more Miss Kims. I can't do it all myself. And so one of the best things is to sit here and listen to them become Miss Kim. And when I say Miss Kim, it's not be me, it's mission. It's what my mission is. It's what, when you walk into Miss Kim, the feeling that a child is going to feel. So that's what I talk about. So as business owners, you got to create that vibe in your place. You got to make sure when someone says, you know, Melissa Rose, oh gosh, she is dynamic. I used to coach a dance team and they were middle school girls. So, you know, middle school girls would go through a lot during that time. And it was a lesson on, on kindness, but also responsibility of who you are. And I would say, okay, guys, when you say Miss Kim, what's the first thing that pops in your head? When someone says a name brand of something, what do they think of? You know, have you created that for your place? Whatever your place is, have you created that feeling? 
How do you create that feeling? You create it through what you do every day, but also through social media with what you're putting out there. So you need to be consistent, et cetera, and all those. I love that. That is a great exercise to do, especially as a newer business owner. If you are not sure on who you are exactly, like the vibe you give off, ask 10, even five people. When you say my business name, what is the first thing that comes to mind? And they will give you those beautiful adjectives that you are giving off. Now, are they the adjectives you want to be giving off or the verbs you want to be giving off? Hopefully they are in line, but it was when I did that exercise with friends that I found out I'm inspiring and I'm empowering. And I would have never called myself those words. I would have said more boring words like disciplined and resourceful and all that. But when they said that learning how to use that then in my marketing and it, it works because that's the vibe you're giving off and you want to then make sure your marketing and your copy and all that fun stuff is reflecting that as well because you are your business and don't let up. Sometimes I think, am I putting too much out there? No, no. People are always looking. If I've got seven kids on a wait list, I'm not going to let them sit on that wait list. I'm going to go create another camp or another opportunity for them. I will never turn a child away ever because they're only going to go somewhere else. And I've only got, you know, I've got from two years old to 10 years old and I want to have them that whole time. Mm -hmm. So I'm always going to create an opportunity for a child. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Words of advice, Miss Kim. Thank you so much for being on the Rebel Women Podcast. We are so thankful for your time today. I know our audience has learned so much. And just for me, just to be inspired by you and what you do, it's an honor to speak with you. So thank you so much for your time. Hey there, Rebel Women. If you like what you just heard, I invite you to follow the Rebel Women podcast. That way you will never miss an episode. It gets automatically downloaded to your device and you can get the latest information. And if you'd be so kind, leave an honest rating and review. That's the best way for other boss babes to find out more about the Rebel Women podcast. And I will be sure to shout you out on the next episode. All right. See you soon. Peace. Bye-bye.